That stars guy, his songs be decent. Is he one of those Londoners? I have no idea. Is he a top boy? <laughs> a I don't child. even know what his face looks like, but I notice like his songs every now and then whenever I listen to. Him. I'm like, wait, it's the same name, you know? Yeah, it be coming up on like Spotify stuff. Like that's how I heard it. I was listening to like Spotify radio. Okay, and it just kind of came up, and I was that's like, survive. Hold on, where is my phone? What is that? Right, you know, I actually hear that Spotify radio is better than Apple Music in the sense that Spotify kind of helps you. Like with different like music, African music, mm. like they come up. That's why I hear like people tell me like they the kind best of, radio is Pandora. Damn, I haven't been on Pandora now. I think about Pandora I radio mean, all the time. They I used cultivated to be on it my all music the time. taste. Yeah, like would I really know nineties R and B if not for Pandora? Do you still listen to music on Pandora? No, because it's not like you know. Because now I'm and spoiled. it still exists. Though. It's still I'm just spoiled because you know you couldn't skip music. But mm, I need that. Yeah. I yeah. need to be forced to listen to H-Town. Yeah, yeah. And all of those. That's how oh I really my got God. my, like, music yeah. repertoire. I feel like it forced me to listen to songs Definitely. that I wouldn't have listened to. Wow. Anyway, hello, 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 guys. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? I am Erica Mona. And I'm Damio. And this is Cross Cultured. We're back again. Sorry, guys. I know we took a break. We used to at least warn them before. Now we just be like. I mean, life happens. Life happens. You know, I mean, not to say. Our apologies. Uh, I guess right. we should have mentioned it to you. But you guys understand, you know, life happens. And right. again, if y'all miss it so much, go listen to a, another episode we've done. Because we got hella episodes in sure the catalog. Okay, so. Sure does. We almost had like 110. I, I look. Yeah. Like, come on now. We need a break. Please, please. Here please, please, please. mental health awareness, man. But how are you doing? How are you doing, Damio? I'm good. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. I was on spring break. So okay. So that's, that's my. Your high? My high. I was on spring break. I ain't do nothing. It's not like when we was in college, we used to be like, oh, where are we going for spring break? Mm-hmm. My bed. That's where I went I mean, but break. you didn't enjoy it. Did you rest? Yeah. Were you able to do or you maybe plan to do during your spring break on spring break? <sighs> Not really, but that's good too. Okay. Like, you know, I think that like, I wanted to be like super like rearrange my closet, do this, you know, get done stuff. And I was just like, I did my schoolwork, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like just, I took it really easy. That's good. I wish I had two weeks. I needed two weeks. I know, right? Because that one week really be like, phew. it blew. It goes by so fast. It blew. It's ridiculous. 
Hmm, trying to see, do I have a high for this week? Uh, what's it? Today's Friday. I'm trying to see what happened. Damn, so I feel like sometimes the week be going by, you be like, what What really happened? Like this was this week? Like that. that's it, that's it, that's it. Let me see. Oh, you know what? My my high of the week was I did, uh, I guess I gained a new skill. So I had my first oh. instant lock client. And oh. instant locks is like a different, like if you don't want to start your locks the traditional way, like with your, you know, go through the budding process, you know, with it unraveling and, you know, the frizzy look. There's a way to instantly get locks immediately, and that's mm-hmm. by using a crochet tool. And it takes a very long time. It took me seven it hours. Like it, wow. Yeah, it took me seven hours. So um, it, would the like the price go up? Like yesterday's price is not absolutely, price. Okay. absolutely, girl, absolutely. So yeah. I was just proud of myself that like, oh, I did it. Thank you. Like that's I amazing. did it. You know, and I'm grateful for like grateful for my client that gave me the opportunity to do it. Because mm-hmm. you know, naturally, you know, not everyone is open to you doing trying stuff or doing stuff in their head for the first time right you know what i'm saying right. and she loved it, it turned out well so yep yes this price is not today's price Period. okay new skills Period. so that's definitely the high i was like yes i'll be trying to find ways oh. to do stuff <laughs> but anyway um hope you guys also had a good week or were able to identify a high of your week mm. if not try and do that try and live in the moment and appreciate the little things okay but yes, Dami, how do we like to start? Well, as always, everyone, we like to start with the hot topics. All right. Hot, okay. This was hot. This was hot. For the past, no. well, look, this just started, what, wasn't it yesterday? It definitely was like the strongest 24 hours on, <laughs> it sure on was Twitter it. for a little bit. I feel bit. like this rumor has been going on all week, but literally, literally just been one day. So apparently yesterday was yesterday night. It was like in the evening. It was. It just dropped. ASAP Rocky. No, Rihanna broke up with ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky has left Rihanna to be a single woman, single mother, single baby mama. Ah, you know, all of us are like, what's going on? What's going on? What do you mean ASAP Rocky cheated? Apparently they said ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna with um, Amina Mahdi. And Amida Mani, she's a designer. Um, she she like helped design Fenty shoes, and mm-hmm. you know she's she's in designer in that uh, Hollywood realm, whatever Fashion industry. Um, yeah, and they also said that Amina Mahdi and Asa Rocky Loki had a relationship years ago, so this is not their first time. Okay. So of course, it's everyone's social media. Everyone is blowing up. People sending um Rihanna DMs like, "What's going on, Asa Rocky? How dare you? Like, what? We're already not happy that you're the baby daddy." But sure but to have the balls to cheat, I even feel like for it for a rumor to even come up, he must have fumbled somewhere. Honestly, I don't know. I'm still gonna give it like four months. Yeah, because that's how four months into after the baby drop and everything, it'll be like, oh, we went our separate ways. Da, 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 yeah, we doing what's best for the baby. And I'm gonna refer back to this. I'm gonna be like, I already knew what was tea. I was for the ready for the first time in my life. I was ready to spam somebody's comment. Jack kept on going to Amina's page. Like, like are people Navy. like spamming her stuff. Yeah, like this, when this why they say Navy because we was ready for a war. I, I, I sure was. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. So I'm like, okay, let me let me keep calm. Let me, I don't want to be the first one. But it really had me thinking like. What if he did cheat on her during pregnancy? Because that's—I feel like that's literally—that's literally like the worst thing that could happen as a pregnant woman to be cheating on while you're pregnant. I feel like I'd rather us break up that we're not together, right? Than you cheat on me because as a woman, while you're pregnant, you're the most sensitive, most vulnerable. Your body's going through changes, your emotions are going through changes that you have—you don't have any control over it, you know. 
So to think that your partner, that he's cheating because it's like, damn, because I'm pregnant. That is fucked up. And I'm carrying your child. It is like, I'm Robin Rihanna Fenty. Mm. Mm. A billionaire. I mean, but hey, they said today, 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 the girl came out, you know, she said, I wasn't going to address it, but, you know, I love these people. I work with them. Um, you know, you guys basically just addressing it without addressing it. She was but saying it was a lie. It was all a lie. It's not true. Um, so apparently it's false. Because I'm like, okay. And they said someone from Rihanna and Ace of Rocky's camp, you know, the close sources said it's not true. So Jenna and whoever Ace of Rocky went. I don't know ASAP Corano. I, I don't know, but I don't know, man. I feel like there's well something in my spirit is still not Jadrian. Yeah, I feel like there's Rocky. there's a little something there. Even when she was talking all that talk in Vogue, because those first of all those Vogue, it's like is that going to be her maternity shoot? Because it could be. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. That spread that she did was yeah. just like woo. Like yeah. Thank you for inventing pregnancy. Exactly. That's how I, feel. I think I think that may be her maternity. I think she may have one more though. She might have one more little like a personal thing. one for her, not like for Vogue any other magazine. Yeah, but yeah, she was talking though in that in the magazine about like you know I love how honest and open and vulnerable uh-huh. me and Rocky can be and so on and so on and so forth. But I was just like, I don't know. It just doesn't give that. I feel like it was you know they were close friends. You know, at a point he referred to her as sis and he was bro. Okay, I think it was one of those like, you know what, bro, sis, we've been gang for a hot minute. We both drinking right now. We drunk. Shut we up. had sex. <laughs> no, like listen though, like we fucked, and it's like ah, you know what, the sex wasn't bad. You know, let's try it again. Then we fucked again. Ah, we've been fucking for a minute. We both not come. seen anybody. True. You know, I mean, my thirties career's going good. Woo, woo, whatever. You know, well, let's give it a try. I think it was one of those. It wasn't no like spark interest or like true pursue, like he pursued her kind of thing. I, I don't I, I don't see that. I Even the way she talks about it, it's like some friendship stuff. Like, you know, we're just really good friends. I mean, which you should be friends with your partner, but something, something, something just not it doesn't speak to me. It's not given. Not that I'm a love specialist. I'm not <laughs> Doctor Ruth. You know, I'm not the one that can identify, but my discernment is quite strong. And it's just... It's not for, It's not going to last? I didn't say it wasn't going to last. I'm just saying, is anything really there? Damn. I mean, something is there. Yeah, baby. But outside of that, we shall see. We real, shall see. Real quick, since we're still talking about Rihanna, what do you think about Rihanna's fashion? Because that's been something that everyone has been talking about since, you know, the baby oh, bump has... Yeah. Like, just not even just the Vogue, because the Vogue obviously was beautiful. But just overall, what what is your honest opinion about it? I think that um, Rihanna is always dressed like very like, you know, she shows skin mm-hmm. just naturally. And I think that it almost is like on brand mm-hmm. for her to choose. Because I think most women choose like their pregnant body to be able to showcase their body more. Mm-hmm. In a sense, like in this new age anyway. You know, like because now we're so comfortable with the idea of like, my stomach is round and big because I had a baby in there so I could show it off and this is any other. So I don't find it odd that that's Rihanna's choice, especially because in the first half of her pregnancy, she did it. Yeah. You know, she covered up. She was wearing a lot of baggy shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, she's reclaiming her time with mm-hmm. her fashion, mm-hmm. especially because once she has the baby, I don't think she will move with the same energy for the first couple of months. Okay. You know, I don't think that 
the first time we see Rihanna, maybe a month or two after having her baby, she will now choose this moment to walk a, out in a crop, crop top. top. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think the body will be another type of different. Yeah. So I think that she's just doing it while she can't. She was reclaiming the time. Okay. That's a good point. For me, initially, I mean, as you said, it's on brand. That's Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? She shows skin. Like, hey, she went to the awards with just underwear and, you know, uh, some jewelry on. Swarovski crystals. But for me... I think as an African woman, it caught me off guard a little bit because no, for real, G, especially during pregnancy, you know, as African women, it's like that's when you cover your stomach the most. You know what I'm saying? It's yes, you may show your bump in your like dress per se, like we see the shape, but it's like you have you have to cover your belly, especially your belly button too. And that's the supernatural way of us thinking because it's yeah. like you don't want your it's like your belly button showing you're showing your belly. That means you're exposing your baby to the whole world to the evil eye. You know what I'm saying? Like they could touch your stomach, they could you know they could right. do something your to the baby. baby. Yep. And I was just like, oh, but you know, and since I'm like, oh, I, I kind of like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I like it. Now I'm not a fan of every. Things she's worn, you know, yeah. and not even about the belly showing, but just like just the style. It's, it's like, like eh. yeah, it's just like certain things. I'm like, mm, I'm not. I don't think it's that cute, you know. Um, but for me, it's actually quite um empowering in a way too, because I'm my shit. My next pregnancy, but me too. I want to wear crops up a little bit. Like, shit, I want to show off. Like, I want to be. I don't want to hide. I don't want to feel like, oh, I'm pregnant. I have to be. She's like, I'm pregnant, and so what? Here's my body. You know what I mean? Right. So I like that. I definitely do like that. It's definitely different. Like, it's, it's different. I feel like that, you know, that, but, you know, I will say, even though she ain't my bestest friend, we cool. I think Cardi kind of ushered in the the pregnant working, like, musician, musician woman. Yeah. Like, because Cardi was still wearing all her outfits. She was still in heels. She was, she was did Coachella. Music videos. You know what I'm uh-huh. Like, she was doing a lot yeah. pregnant with culture. And I think once we saw Cardi do that, then it became okay yeah. to be pregnant in the midst of your career. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we were seeing that before. Before, it was like when women decide to finally announce they're pregnant, oh, backseat. Exactly. Like, now it's backseat. Like, this is the reason why I'm about to go and hiding for four uh-huh. months. So, but Absolutely. like, Cardi was like, ooh, I'm free, child. And she just, now I'm recording my videos pregnant. Now I'm doing this. I think that, like, Absolutely. you know, Rihanna is just a mogul and it's a fa- she's just a fashion icon. So mm-hmm. we're able to see it transformed. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely will say, like, Cardi, kudos to you for doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about something new. So y'all know men in these podcasts, they, they just got to... I think the problem with men in podcasts is that when women do podcasts, we're still aware that we're recording for the most part. So we, you know, even though, yes, we kiki all the time. And we talk it's, shit. It's some kiki that I don't bring to the, to the podcast. There's some stuff that we still like. Say for the couch. Mm-hmm. Men just, they just get to talking. Just, they say things that's like, you can really only say that in the presence of men, mm-hmm. in the presence of a confined room, yeah. without cameras in the mind. Like, don't, that's not going to make sense outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this week, professional football player Cam Newton is a victim of male podcasts. <laughs> so let's listen to what he had to say. What? Lost chick. Mm-hmm. Now, a woman for me is handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of times when you get that aesthetic of like I'm a boss, like I'm a this, I'm a dad. No, baby, like, but you can't cook. Okay. You don't know. You don't know when to be quiet. 
You mm. don't know how to allow a man to lead. Aesthetic of. <sighs> so he was on Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. Okay. And that was, I don't even know how the conversation came up, but the conversation was, you know, women these days, they call themselves bad bitches. And it's like, well, what really make you a bad bitch? Is it mm-hmm. just because you're beautiful? He's saying basically a lot of women don't know what it takes to be a woman. And I'm going to give it like, I agree with the first half of the statement, mm-hmm. but then when he got to women don't know how to cook, they don't know when to shut up. That's when I say, oh, Cam, oh, Cam, okay, slow down. Yeah. Now. See, you had me and now you lost me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm trying to see where do I even want to start from. So let's start with this. The first thing that he said was like, a lot of women talk about being a bad bitch, but they don't know how to be a woman. That's boom, period. That is a statement. And it's like, I think, what 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 does, what is the definition of bad bitch? I think let's start there. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I feel like there are different definitions of bad bitch. It's subjective. People see bad bitches in different way. You know what I'm okay. saying? Some people may see me. And be like, oh, yeah, she a bad bitch. And some may be like, she ain't a bad bitch. Right. You know what I'm saying? So people equate bad bitches to someone who has the long inches of Brazilian weave. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they have the Gucci or, like, the, the red bottom. And, you know, they got the purse, all that. Like, that's a bad bitch. Right. A bad bitch could be someone who owns her own business. You know what I'm saying? Right. A bad bitch is someone who, who, I don't know, like, they're just different definitions of how women view bad bitches, also how men view bad bitches. I think that, like... So that kind of confuses stuff a little bit for me. For him to even put the differentiation that, like, there's a difference between a bad bitch and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I guess, in theory, when you say bitch and woman, but I just feel like... My thing with men, especially these professional men that get yeah. up here and do this, it's like, y'all create these monsters and then y'all get so upset that these mm-hmm. monsters exist. Yeah. You all are the catalyst of these exact women that y'all claim to hate, right? Exactly. Because it's like the women who you do know from back home who could cook and could clean and could do all of the wifely you whatever. You them over. You, you screw them over. You don't invest in them because they don't look like the quote unquote bad, bad bitches. Bitch. That's what I'm saying. You know saying. what I'm saying? They're not the bad bitch. You don't even take the time to make them a bad bitch or get them. Exactly. I can't afford myself. I tell people that all the time. Like <laughs> if I really was like in money the way that I really want, you would see a whole nother me. Yeah. But it's like that doesn't strip me from being a bad bitch and a woman. It's like you got to know where you're trying to find your bad bitch at. You know what I'm saying? You have to go to the right markets. You know what I'm saying? You got to go to the right. There are bad bitches that can cook and there are bad bitches that cannot cook. For me, the tone is just given that what I notice about, I notice about a lot of successful men, especially the football players and stuff. In a way, they're actually upset that a woman is that successful, that she doesn't have to listen to you. They're jealous of women. And that's what it is. They they say, oh, I don't want a a yes woman or a yes man, whatever. You know, but they really do want, because of the power they have, because of the attention that they've been given so much by both men and women, they literally do want someone, a woman, who's look like a bad bitch, fine body, you know, cook, cook body, whatever, but will literally be at the door like, Welcome home, daddy. Take his suitcase and cook. And, yeah. and she's wearing lingerie. Like, they want a woman who will do that 24-7 for them. They don't want yes. a woman to be bold, to be independent, to have a personality of her own. They don't want a woman to to argue with them. Or not even argue, but, but banter or to, like, to disagree with them. And they really don't want that. Men, 
always ask for us to have the grace of like if you ask for a successful man you got to know that that's a busy man yeah right like they they always put those two together so it's like you can't have a man that catered to you and do, 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 do. that's always their excuse yeah. because a man that is like that can't be as successful right mm-hmm. and i think that they don't do the same for women yeah because it's like y'all can't you can't ask for all of those things in the same type of woman. Exactly. It's like it just don't exist. If right? a woman is all about her career and she working hard and she making as much bank or even more than you, yeah. where do you think she's going to find time to cook? Seriously, like when, where's the no, time like where really. she's sitting down? Because cooking is a labor, honey. Jeez. <laughs> it is a laborious it is. task. It is. And for me, what I notice is that you guys, men, y'all require and request so much from this woman, but you guys also forget that we women also want the same shit too. Okay. Because this is the same Cam Newton that was on the other podcast with Brittany Bundles, the water of her oh, name Brittany, is. Uh-huh. And he did confess to saying that, oh, you know, you know, he was his baby mama for years. They have like kids and yep. stuff. But I couldn't be the man that she needed me to be. I wasn't ready to be a husband. I wasn't ready to do this that and was that, whatever. That said that. But now you're saying you want a bad bitch to do this and she can't cook. Okay, you're a rich man, but you can't cater to your wife, though. Women need men to cater to them, too. You can't cater to your wife, though, emotionally, mentally, physically, by being present. You can't cater to her, though, but you want someone to cater to you 24-7? Come on now. It's, it's, you, you have to make it make sense. I'm about to unleash layer because <laughs> the, uh, the other thing is that 80% of men don't really understand what women need. No. I'm about to give y'all an example, Okay. I'm talking to my girlfriend. We we kiki and we talking. And she telling me, like, you know, her and her boo, they getting into it, so on and so forth. And because it's like he doesn't, she was saying, like, he's not present in moments. Like, yeah, they'll be together. Mm-hmm. But it's like when they're together, he's still doing other stuff. He's, like, doing emails. He's doing this and that. And the other. So she's telling him, like, babe, we don't we got to spend more time together. We got to do this. Like, that quality, that. quality time. Quality time. And this man is like... I mean, what, what what you mean? Like, I'm not spending quality time. Like, what are you talking about? I'll be here with you. You know, when we go to sleep, we be cuddling and stuff. Just then the other, I talk to you. And it's just, to me, I'm like, listen to what men think is fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Like, they really have this, uh, like, they think that to women, to satisfy a woman, to fulfill a woman, to give a woman what she needs, is me paying for the bills. And, you know, just she, she want to see me, this, that, yeah. and the other. And it's like... Men, a lot of men don't have the capacity to understand what it takes for us to be fully fulfilled. No, I think that don't. women, we've just come to a place where we, you know, we talk amongst ourselves and we hear yeah. our, our elders and we're just kind of like, well, a man is a man. Like, yes, we it's love security. We want security. We want the money because I know I definitely do. Okay. Yeah. But it's not just about the money. G. It's not. It's not just. It's, it's not, not just about the money. Like, money could be acquired, but personality cannot. Because I'm gonna make my own money. Yeah, yeah. I'm making my own money. You know what I mean? So, for me, it's just like, and yes, I do want to talk about there is some truth to it too. Yeah, there are some women that I mean, this is a cooking thing. I'm even tired of cooking now, just being placed as a woman's <laughs> personality, whatever. Like, uh, you're a woman, you must know how to cook. Literally, there's some women that they can take cooking classes they don't they don't have the gift they of don't cooking. mix for them it just it just doesn't work for them at all like they just don't you know um so it's like that cooking thing please in this day and age why is that you are rich now you can't afford it because a lot chef, of these chef. men can't fix a sink can't rotate a tire can't change the oil can't you know what i mean can't can't patch a, a hole in the wall exactly what is your skill what is your exactly i'm a man thing exactly can't lift you up can't exactly. do nothing 
But I do agree that they're just in general terms, the same way there are men out there that don't know how to cater to women. There are men, there, there are women out there that don't know how to, you cater know, to to how to yes. allow, allow a man to be a man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and not to say you should shut up, but, you know, listen to your men. A lot of women do not know how to listen to men, you know? Because mm. sometimes, you know, we're so engulfed and are like, oh, my God, you're not doing this for me. And, you know, we're you know, saying our emotions, all that, but we forget that, okay, men also has his emotions. He also has his wants and needs that we do need to listen, that, you know, know us you know being women does not mean we have to like oh i'm a woman i need to show that i'm a woman by shouting 24 7 no you yeah. even saying like let a man be a man let him take charge even if you know he's doing some saying some goofy shit let him just feel himself yeah you know stroke yeah. a man's ego you gotta stroke a man's ego you, i you recently just have found to. like the strength of my womanhood is my silence Sometimes. Yeah, because it's like silence at the right time. It really is because it's like sometimes when I'm annoyed, like when 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 he just says some stupid to me, mm-hmm. I just nothing to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's the silence speaks for itself. Exactly. But then sometimes when men just think that they're telling you how to do something that you've been doing your whole life effortlessly, okay, like uh-huh. that's just it. Like, exactly, exactly. So like go off, go go off, boo. You got this. Go off, boo. And just roll your eyes inside your head. Yeah, but, man, I'm tired of all this nonsense. Like, please, I want Cam to stop dressing like a bad bitch before he starts saying that. Yeah. That's what I need He's still with us, the scarves and the hats and stuff. It's like you wear too much leopard print for me, baby. It's giving too many animal prints. It's giving lion I, I think he's going through some stuff because he's been going to different podcasts talking about the same topic. You know what I'm saying? About just oh, what a woman should do, whatever relationship. He he mad. He going through some stuff. Yeah. He's lonely right now. He said Kevin Samuels can do it, so can I. Yeah, so he's having a, fine, a hard time looking for a right partner for him. And he's just mad that he messed up, you know, he messed things up with his baby mama or girlfriend or whatever <laughs> she was. That's what it is. He's mad right now. Mm. But let's switch things up. Um, This is... Something unfortunate. Okay, so Topichuku Obuseli, um, he was, it was reported that he was stabbed by his Instagram model girlfriend, Courtney Taylor. Um, this happened, let me see, um, first week in April. So mm-hmm. on April 7th, this happened. They've been together. He's 20, he was 27 years old, um, and they both lived in Miami. And, you know, this happened, in his, I guess, in their apartment. She stabbed him. So the crazy thing about this is that when the situation happened, you know, she wasn't arrested. Yeah. She was allowed to, she was let go, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was pleading like uh, mental health. You know, she said she's suicidal. Um, We don't know what the case is, but people did saw, they saw her at a restaurant, like she's out eating and just going on her life. And Mm -hmm. I guess, I think it was one of his friends that actually did record it and was like, wow, like, I thought you were about to commit suicide. I thought you're not feeling good, but you're out here just living life and moving like you did not stab this man. Going out for drinks. Exactly. And there's some pictures out, you know, showing, I guess, when um, the police was called, you could see her bloody and Mm -hmm. all that. And the whole controversy is just that because she's a white woman, she's given this privilege, right? Mm -hmm. Because in no way if this was, you know, a black couple where it was the woman who stabbed the man or whatever, or vice versa, the man stabbed the woman. There's no way this person would be out in the street like this. It's a lot to unpack with this situation. It's pretty heavy. It is a lot. And then you have to add the uh, added layer of his tweets. Okay. So they did pull up some tweets of him when he was in high school. Yes. And where he was basically saying that he would never date a black girl. Mm-hmm. Like, black girl what? What the hell? That's like, ooh ill type of thing and people are saying that well he said this well we don't care about his death right Mm -hmm. 
And we can't equate that. We can't do yeah, that. Because be this cool. is still a black man, an African brother, a, a black brother of us who was murdered. And that does not justify his death. Because yeah. he said some shit from whether he was a teenager. And whether he still probably still felt the way before he died. That's probably. his problem. Probably did. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But it's not. it does not justify the reason for him to be killed. And it doesn't mean that, okay, because he's killed, we shouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, this shit is happening to so many other black brothers. And it's still happening. And it's still going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? So we still need to come together as a community. I believe his sibling posted that, you know, we saw his, his tweets. You know, we don't stand by them. You know, obviously we regret that he said something like this. But we need our community to come together. Because if not, this lady's probably going to go free. You see, this is... Let me put on my Dr. Umar hat. (laughs) This is why black men... This is why I keep saying stop dating white women. Mm -hmm. Because in situations like this, you don't ever want to be with a person who your blackness will immediately become the weapon in a relationship. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, you're always going to be the threat in a domestic partnership with a white woman. Even when you are dead. Even when you're Even when black, you are dead. You are automatically going to be the threat just because you're black. And, you know, I saw a lot of people like, oh, you know, this was back in 2011, 2012 before people like African people. Like, we have, mm-hmm. to, we have to talk like this, 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 this. And I'm like, I have to talk. I ain't never talk like that. I mean, granted, I am the black woman, but it's kind of like, I think that it's just a it's just a hard lesson of irony. Yeah, it really is Definitely. because it is it is a hard lesson of what we say and we preach and we perpetuate as black women, right? That every single time it comes to us and us needing mm-hmm. black men to stand up for us no matter what the situation yeah. is there's always an excuse there's always a comeback there's always a this there's always an ain't none of my business right there's always a, she ratchet she did that yeah you can take megan the stallion's case just of course it, right of like course. black men did not come to her hey it wasn't no we need no matter what megan did she did she was with mm-hmm. 20 nobody said anything but now here it is again where we're being asked to rally behind we're being asked to forgive yeah. and rally because if it really if you're not directly asking black women just talk to black men let y'all be the yeah. ones y'all handle this a brother to brother issue yeah but as we can see you do need black women i mean because we 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 the one who hold the community we the one because we're the ones that will make the noise about it and for me it's like you know i actually heard um a mutual, someone that we kind of went to school with um african and long story short heard that oh he only dates white girls and for me, I'm just like, especially you African too, and you grew up in Africa, in Nigeria. I'm like, how is that you only date white girls? Only. You know, and like, that's, oh, that's been your spec. Like, since you left the plane, the airport, you, I only want to date white girls. And it really, truly does stem from self-hate. It, does. it truly does. Because, self-hate. you know, it's one of those situations, you know, there are some people, some Nigerians who truly hate Nigeria. And I don't blame them for yeah. hating Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever, you know? But there's for me, I don't see how you could truly 100% relate to a white woman. Right. It's one thing if you so happen to find the love of your life. And she right. is a white woman. Okay. But you've only dated and you intentionally only date white women for what reason? Exactly. That's, it will come back and bite you in the ass. No way, no how. It will. You know what I'm saying? She may be sweet and submissive and, oh, you guys may watch anime together. And you know what I mean? And all those kind of stuff. But eventually, whether when the kids come in the picture, 
Because that's maybe that's when you see that, oh, I see her whiteness. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you're going to see which one is the true weapon. The whiteness is the true yes. weapon. Because it, it, it just, it, it, the whiteness is the true weapon. It's sad. It really, really is. It I'm really, really is you. sad. It's ridiculous. It's just, and you know, I looked through the girl's page, so I'm like, look Child. at this girl. Like, you can really? tell she was that type of white girl. That's what I'm saying. Like The type of white girl that, does, that also intentionally dates black men. Exactly, mm-hmm. right? But don't care nothing about them. Mm-hmm. And to, mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, this is why we got to stop normalizing dating outside our race in the black community. I'm Damn. Sorry. My Dr. Umar hat. It's my Dr. Umar hat because, honestly, all jokes aside, in any other society or race, for you to date outside your race, that person has to be exceptional to, to your race, right? Like, it's like you have an exceptional understanding. You are an outlier to... Why I can welcome you into my community? It's only us as black people that be acting like we it, take any Tom, Dick, and Harry. That is normal to be dating yeah. outside our race. It's not a normal concept. Any Damn. other, co- it's not a normal concept. It's an outlier. It is an outlier. It's like, oh yeah, whatever. We're not gonna penalize you. I'm not saying like penalize somebody for dating outside their race, but I'm saying like it should be like I should be able to meet your non-black boyfriend girlfriend and under be like, oh. That's why he with you. I shouldn't just see normalcy. I really shouldn't mm-hmm. because it's like your first instinct should be to be with black people. I Sorry think to your, say. No, I do feel like your first instinct to sh- is to be with your kind. You're be with your kind. It, it, only it, be it should be. It, it should be. And if you decide to date out of your 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 race, let it make sense. It, it has I th- to be. I think it should make sense because, you know, a good example, if you're dating an Asian person, you know how strict they are. They're, they are in their culture. It's like you damn near got to learn how to speak their language. Gee, I was just going to say Like, that. you have to really learn their culture before they say, I'm going to introduce you to, to the parents. Gee, yeah. you better know how to say good morning, good afternoon, everything in their language. Understand you know what I'm saying? the greeting. You have to understand everything. You have to. Like, you, you can't just show up ordinary. You can't be like, yeah, my name's Tyrone. Yeah, and I grew up on the, yeah. But, yeah, with, but, but with us, we be like, oh, We love yeah. each other. You know, in Africa, you got you to gotta kneel. You got to do this. Yeah. Like, it be, well, I ain't bound down to nobody. But let you go date, you know, the Harajuku Barbie. You want to learn you, how to konishiwa. That's what you be seeing. Absolutely. Speaking languages, they don't even understand. It's absolutely. like, oh. You can you can go this far, so it's very unfortunate that the man was. It killed. is definitely. It's very unfortunate, but let it be a lesson. I hope people do see it. Everybody, let it be a lesson, black men, and y'all dating outside y'all race so comfortably. Just always know that I'm. If you're gonna date a white woman, especially, just always be comfortable that you're always gonna be a threat. And don't forget, this while our white women nowadays are dating black men, you're doing it for Instagram following, G. Because once you're an interracial couple, G, your following goes up. That's something Period. I've noticed. They'll be ugly-ass interracial couple, G. Like, the content be weak as fuck. But because they're an interracial couple, like, you just see, it's literally because they're black and white. Following is up. Yeah. So nowadays, white women be like, all right, let me fish for a black boyfriend to make mm-hmm. me pop. Literally, to make you pop. To, to just do some stuff. To experience it. Yeah. Like a goddamn Pokemon. It's unfortunate. What's next on the list? All right, so speaking of women, let's talk about this queen, Jennifer Lopez. Mm. So, y'all, Jennifer Lopez has been proposed to for the sixth time in her life. Is it six times? I made that number up, but I feel like I it's feel like accurate. Damn nine. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like Mark, Ben, Ben again. No, wait, she had, you know, she was married first to when she was like very, very young to yes. like a dancer. Okay. To a dancer. Then who was the next one? Was it Ben? Because I want to kind of go in order. Okay, I think, because Diddy did not propose. He didn't propose. So let's right. say Ben. Let's say Ben. So she was with Mark. Yeah. 
I feel like there was some other Casper or something, or some other dancer in between before A Rod. Was it her or what? Was it her that was dating him? Somebody. He was Hispanic looking. Yeah, I felt or like. Or was it Mariah Carey that was dating him? It was no. It was J Lo. It was J Lo. It was J Lo. Did he propose though? I think so. They were I engaged. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. was like low key, but they was yeah. engaged. Then A Rod. Then A Rod, and now back to bed. Six. I guess it's six. Who knows? Probably other secret ones down below. <laughs> For me, it's just like how she does. To me, she doesn't take marriage seriously. She doesn't see the. It's not a serious thing to her at all. For her, it's just like, let's get married. I'm going to wear a beautiful dress, and that's it. Because you, really, six times you saw yourself being, spending the rest of your life with each, each of these individuals. Girl, engagement is the peak of relationships for her. I don't think yeah. she believes in marriage. I think that she believes in the promise of marriage. And then that is, so at this point, she's been divorced five times. I, I, think, I think she was only married twice. Yeah. She was only married twice. I think, I think it's fun to say yes. Why not? <laughs> Say yes to the ring. That's what it is. She needs a show called Say Yes to the Ring. No, seriously. Because I think it's just like, yes, why not? And each proposal yes. story be different and elaborate. Sent everyone is sentimental. How can six proposals be sentimental? I'm like, does she keep all the rings? Gee. She probably got a little altar, G. Damn. I told when I said she was using Santaria, you know, you thought I was She may have an altar. Of, of, this, of the rings there. And control all of them. What happened to the first ring Ben gave her? Right. He should have asked for that back and just upgraded it instead of getting a new one. I don't know, man. It's just like, girl, how? Like, let me know your secret, G. Like, is she that hot? G? Okay, because. Like, is she, is she that much of a great person that six men are like, or five men are like, I want to marry you? Oh, no, man. Maybe, and it's like, it's not too far apart, too. Maybe she got that. Mm-hmm. It gotta be more than coochie now. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I'm I telling think Jenny you. for the block. For, I don't know. This, I'm trying to this see. Is, I've just never seen it. I've never seen it because it's not even been a year since we, she we found out her a rod broke, broke up. up. It's not been a year. I think it's gonna be a year in the summer. It's not been a year. So I'm. It's confusion for so me. So it's like that means. You and Ben still had feelings for each other. It never ended. You guys were still talking on the low. Because how... Because, you know, for me, I thought A-Rod was definitely the one. At least I'm like, they fit. Girl, I thought Mark was the one. How huh, Mark? They didn't really look good together. Child, I thought she was like, oh, I'm Puerto Rican. He, what he? He's some Spanish. He's Colombia or Mexican some, or You somewhere. know, I thought that, that she was feeling that. I'm a singer. You a singer. Yeah. You know, she had kids with the man. I thought that it was going to be something, but... Yeah, no, I thought it was A-Rod this time. Like, you know, they both fit. They, you know, they look good with each other. Okay. The families mix, you know. They like, got that New York Spanish thing. Exactly. Okay. The kids were hanging out with each other and all that, but it was just like, me back with Ben. I don't know. I'm not I a fan of Ben Affleck. Because I get a lot small. That is so Her kids unhealthy. are not like six years old. They they definitely well into their So it's like, how many conversations? Like, okay, so you know what? I'm I'm, I'm back with Uncle Beck now. Uncle Ben now. They ain't no Ben now. They I know they didn't know Ben, but at their age where they can read, they could look up stuff their, about their mother. They probably Yeah, do. I feel like they're at least preteens. They're, yeah. they're not babies They're anymore. like 16, I think. I don't know if they're up to They're 16. like maybe 14, 15. Yeah, I think they're early teenagers. I don't know if they're 16, but yeah, that age. So you think as a celebrity, of course you definitely Google your mama. Check, yeah. I Google myself. What the hell? Stop, I, I, I'm, I was gonna say like, yeah, at least one. Like, come on now, some so, stuff. You'll Google. No, she. They all. If somebody have told her in school, somebody has mentioned something. Like, Damn, your mama. She be hella motherfuckers. 
the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now these celebrity kids do need to be going to public schools sometimes. Uh, so people could humble them and just not humble them, but the insults will make their parents think different. Right, right. Cause some of them is like, boy, I seen your mama on the news on the shade room with her dusty ass. I know, ass, right? Like, uh-uh. She probably is doing Santeria. You know, you're we know you're by um, yeah religion too. She, they be practicing for real. Too. She be lighting Maybe. candles and shit like. After Maybe. she ready, she say this man. After she suck all their blood. No, for real. She's you, like, I'm done with them. People will call. Like she probably got people in. For, for all we know, she got a uh, a, a buy in in Puerto Rico. Not a oh my bitch. You a king, bitch. You mean like a babalao or something? Yeah, yeah, but I want you never know what they call it. I want to say babalao because like <laughs> he ain't gonna be no oh <laughs> For real, they probably got something but like. Yeah. She she probably got somebody she called. Like, you never know. I just have never seen no crazy stuff like this. Yeah, I'm not impressed. I'm, I'm definitely just not impressed. Um, But, okay, next on the list, Will Smith. Get jiggy with it. So, we did talk about Will Smith a few weeks ago with the whole slapping of Chris Rock. So, now, update regarding that. I know Will Smith, he's been bad from the Oscars for 10 years, right? Mm. 10 years? 10 years is not bad. I mean, ten years is long, ten years is quite but long. it doesn't stop his movies from being, you know, nominated. Oh, no, oh, it doesn't. Then, then he, he just he can't attend. Oh, he just can't attend. That's I don't fine. think it, it doesn't stop. And then him he being. already resigned from voting. So exactly, and it's like, girl, what last year or two years ago they said, oh, let's boycott the Oscars. They didn't go. They they could go without going. They could probably go, shit, they could do their own after party, go to some after party. You know, that's the main thing they be doing too, I mean, Oscars after okay, party. Okay, you got the Golden Globe. It's not just that. You got the Golden Globes, honey. It's other awards. It's it's fine. The NAACP award will probably still accept you. Uh, okay. You know, you have your people. You, he could create his own at this award point, show at this as point. J- but Jay-Z, Beyonce to collaborate with you. Okay, right, exactly. They'll create their own stuff. Um, the, Do you think that's a fitting punishment, though? Ten years. I think so because I mean, even though it's like, oof, I mean, if we, to to the to the average ear, it feels like damn, ten years for mm-hmm. a slap. But I think that the thing that we must remember, mm-hmm. and, and this is like one of the big differences in white society versus other societies, mm-hmm. we see it as rigid because it do be rigid. But when they set a structure, that is the structure, yeah, and nothing can waver it, yeah. And that's good and bad, right? Because at the end of the day, we are, yes, it's beloved. It's Will Smith. It's this, it's any other. At the end of the day, the standard is you cannot slap somebody yeah. on national. And I think people just keep thinking about it. Like, oh, he just slapped Chris Rock. Like, it's a street fight. Yeah. There's a lot of entities involved, right? Absolutely. Not only did he slap Chris Rock, he slapped Chris Rock and cursed. Y'all forgetting that he said, yeah. keep your wife name in my fucking mouth on live television, which is more ABC, than once. more than once, violating all type of FCC rules. This is like, it, it's it's multiple this was entities. Seen, yeah, this was seen worldwide. This, yeah. Worldwide. So it's like, Chris Rock, though, has started, he ain't talking about it, but he said his little thing. So the oh, first thing, he said? he said that he's actually not going to speak about it if he doesn't get paid. Okay, get your money, bro. Um, and there are a lot of rumors I've heard from different um entertainment people that I listen to that he is getting a team of lawyers together. I was about to say you could get you some good lawyers. Okay, that's He's smart. A team of lawyers I, I'm not mad at that, G. Um, but the people, the thing is, like, is he going to sue Will or is he going to sue ABC or is he going to sue the Oscars? Like, that's the that's the question. So get your money because that whole thing that was, it was just really Will Smith. It was just arrogance and you really trying to overpower this man like 
it was a it was a my dick is bigger than yours, so I could slap you on this stage. It, it definitely was like uh you know when you in school and it's like everybody be clowning on this one boy and then you choose the the one kid that everybody knows like chill to fight. That's what I'm saying. That's ex- yeah, it it's like my dick that. is bigger than yours. And then you as you said, he yelled again. You yeah. know, so it wasn't just like, damn, I slapped him, I'm embarrassed, and then be quiet. Nah, nigga, I slapped you. So and shut the fuck up. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? And then to hear what other celebrities are saying, like the more they talk about it in their in their yeah. world, you do hear the gravity of it, right? Because yeah. it's like not only did you slap a fellow respected, I yeah. think that's the thing too that people forget. Just because you know Will Smith being training day and I am mm-hmm. legend and we see him as this big dude, Chris Rock is equally. Yeah, it's in huge his field. in his field, you know, for what he's done for comedy. So it's like you not only slapped a peer, you cursed them out, but they didn't do nothing. They let you get your the show continued. The, the show literally continued. You you sat in the audience, you enjoyed the show, you won, you got an extra long speech. Yeah, then you went to the parties like all like of nothing them. happened. Like nothing. I happened. thought he would have. I would have gone home. G did he? I thought they were gonna go home. Child, he was in the in the party. They were Child. jamming yeah, to his songs. And I'm just like, well, this is this is audacious. Then on top of it, when you got up there, you didn't apologize to Chris. No, he's crocodiles. You talk, you tried to compare yourself to Venus and, and Serena, Daddy. You did a lot. So, what has Jada said about this? Oh my gosh, so it was rumored that Jada. I don't know how true this was, but Jada said, you know, she wished that Will did not get physical. Yeah, and you know that she, I don't need anyone to. She could have defended herself in a different way. It was something I saw about her saying, um, I don't need a man to defend me. It was something yes. of that nature. Then I saw a clip floating around okay. from, you remember when they did their Red Table Talk, the one mm-hmm. with the therapist? Yeah. Not the, there was a clip floating around from like a pre-recording where I guess she was trying to get like clips with mm-hmm. them in the green room. And he was like, could you not record me? Don't record my likeness. You didn't ask me. Yeah. Like this, you putting this on social media. This is how I get my bread and butter. Like like they were going back and forth. At first I thought it was a jokey thing. Then it kind of felt serious at the end to me. Yeah. You know, I didn't immediately, I thought, at first I'm like, you know, I mean bread and butter, obviously this is not your bread and butter, but at least it maybe now easy, it is, yeah. now it is, but you have enough bread and butter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, so at first I saw that something like, okay, you know, they're like, Kiki, you know, that joke that kind of ends up turning serious, you know, I don't know. They definitely have some things to work on. I don't know. I'm waiting for that red table talk. I'm definitely going to be there to listen. I think it's kind of tacky that they would do a red table talk. If you ask me, honestly, I think that I know they'd want to say their piece. No one them, you know, they're all about let's let our feelings out and let's be honest and be transparent and have got me there and probably have a psychologist, a therapist there. You know what I mean? So they need to do this with a Diane Sawyer, a Robin, mm -hmm. like it needs a Gail. Yeah. It needs to be an objective interviewer because y'all just gonna spend it. But they may be like, right, because exactly. Y'all just gonna spend it. And they may not do have an interview because they want to take control of the story, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, But the story too far gone. It's too far gone. It's It's like, all right, whatever at this point. It is too far gone. But you know, let's talk about another couple. So Cardi B and Offset are actually um, this month's cover of Essence. Beautiful. So it was a beautiful spread, and it was like Very. showing the whole family. I think the the title of it is like Wrapped in Love. Oh, really? Like that's that. so yeah. cute. So that's the premise of the cover. Um, and so it shows their blended family. You know, Offset get... Um, they got five kids. Yeah, three other kids from previous relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it was nice to see all his children. Yeah. And then, and then they debuted their son. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen their son yet, who is Culture's twin. 
Jesus look like, like they look like Cardi and his sister. I Hennessy. said, child. I was saying exact same. I, it, literally, I was like, ah, is this culture again? That's what I said. I <laughs> literally, said, culture. <laughs> um, but what what struck me is like the boy's so beautiful, and mm-hmm. then I saw wave set Cephas, and I said, what does this conglomerate of words mean? Is this a, a lyric? Is this is this slang? What is wave? Wave set. That's how I heard. For me, I think the set is kind of even what's throwing the me off. The set is what blew me. Set. Not, so, not, uh, half of Offset? His middle name is Set. And like, that doesn't make, that makes absolutely no sense. So, you know what's hilarious? Courtney actually texted me today like, girl, y'all names was better. Because I forgot that we had that whole episode where we were like, we talking did. all the names. We so, did. I was like, dang, what's the name we chose? I don't even remember. One of them was Honcho. <laughs> I was like, Honcho would have went. Like, uh, he should have been named Honcho. Oh, my. I know we're saying something in regards to culture. Like, what would go with culture? I didn't think about waves. Wave? Like, he the wave. That's what they say. I'm sure. That's what. I, for me, I'm thinking wave. I'm when you say wave. I'm thinking hair wave. And I'm just kind of like, I want you guys to stop naming your children after African-American vernacular slang. Absolutely. Like, I'm not going to name my child Lit. Yeah. That's what you just named your child. Like, uh, what's his name? Gucci. They named his son um, Ice. Ice. No, and it's that's like, not called. It's, it's just not because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, what are you going to tell your child? Look your name up in Urban Dictionary. Like I named you because because the me and your mama we so wavy, G. we so wavy, so we 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 have a wavy son. No cat. So what's his child? No cat. For real, and probably smell spell it as an apostrophe apostrophe <laughs> cap. Mm, cap. The cat. Yeah, like no cap around here. We don't. Cap so his last here. his his nickname will be wavy. They just gonna wave. Then Cardi tried to explain it too, like it was some deep ass. Yeah, like once I heard it, once I heard the name Wave, I knew my son was the Wave. Wave culture and Wave. That's so dumb. Yeah, I'm culture. Sorry. Yeah, Wave. It's it's so dumb. I'm sorry. It's not cute. Wave set. Wave. Do you do you gotta say it together? Like Wave, wave set. Cephas. Wave set. It's horrible. It's horrible. horrible. He's a beautiful boy. So um, cute. Very beautiful. But rename yourself like Kylie and them. I mean, but hey. The mama, the mama's, the mama's name is Hennessy. So she, they come from a culture of horrible names. Right. They come from a culture of Belcalis. Belcalis, Hennessy. You yeah, right. they come from a culture of horrible names. At this point, they need to get a check to name one of their kids something. Yeah, it's just, it's trash. It's trash. Reebok. <laughs> trash. All right. Speaking of celebrities, Kim Kardashian. Oh, you know their their show is back on. I love the Kardashians. I I'm not afraid to say it anymore. Actually, I used to really be in love with them. But I had I took a big break from them. Just like mm. I used to really watch their show. But I took like years I stopped watching it. So now I think I'm definitely gonna watch this one. And I feel like it's also filmed a little bit differently. It's it's supposed to be filmed more docuseries. Uh huh. Okay. Versus more than reality. Reality. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely sense that. So in this very first episode, we see um what's the son's name? Saint. Saint. Right. Um he's playing a game and he shows his mom. And um, there's a picture, you know, her famous crying yeah. face. And, you know, she looked at it and there's also a link to, it's like a, what's this, those links that be popping uh, up. Oh, like a pop-up. Pop-up, yeah, about like, oh, her sex tape, unreleased footage of her sex tape, you know. So luckily she got the iPad from my son real quick and she was like freaking out like, if my son could read, you know, he would like click and who knows what he would have seen. Yeah. So apparently there's this whole thing about unreleased sex tape of her and Ray J that is it's possibly gonna gonna around, be yeah released or so, which is obviously a lie. Um, and it was the, she said it was um Ray J's manager 
who's the one who's been saying it. And I look, he saw it on social media. I've been seeing with that. him, yeah, saying like, yeah, I got some, you know, some, I got some, some tapes, something that no one has ever seen. Well, well, I think it was on some podcast he was saying this nonsense. So now she's hired lawyers against, um, I think Ray J and you know his lawyer and all that, and she's freaking out. Like, you know, why is this happening again? Because she's fought through this. It's quite sad, but for me, it just kind of, it just keeps playing in my head that. This social media day and age, like one really has to be careful. You, you like yeah. you really, really, really have to be careful. Yeah. Like yes, we live in a time where like you know freedom of speech. Say you what you want, do what you want, whatever. Definitely, but you still have to have sense because her sex tape happened over twenty years ago. Damn, that was a long time. Yeah, I'm like, damn, because now she in her 40s. She, she, was young. she was young. And, you know, she was like, damn, I had a sex tape with my boyfriend. We went, we went on a trip. Trip to somebody I loved, and this shit got released. Like, y'all make, pills. you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, damn, this shit that happened 20 years ago, and she's really fighting because she does not want her kids to see it. I find the most concerning thing is that this popped up on Roblox. Because mm. Roblox is a child game. Yeah. So it's like, why would that type of pop-up even pop up on Roblox? Gee, this That's not like all this, like... Even like kids YouTube G, you have to be really careful because mm-hmm. some weird even kids YouTube kids TikTok all this weird shit always pop up. Yeah. Always always pop up. You always have to like know what's going on. No matter sometimes no matter how much you censor it, some something shit will up. slip up, will slip in. Something come up. And that's the internet for you. It's just, you know, cuz like I watched their ABC special. Mm-hmm. You know they did one before their show came out. I thought like first of all it was very well done mm-hmm. um because in the midst of it there was also like a lot of reporters and people critiquing them about like the culture of like the kardashians not just like bigging them up but also saying how it's been controversy around um like when kim made those comments about women should work hard mm-hmm. and kylie being named a self-made billionaire and so on and so forth um and really watching everything you know i forget first of all like we watched the kardashians when they first came out like when Kylie day and one. Kendall were little girls, like ten, little like they girls. were children, and children. Bruce Jenner was too Bruce Jenner, and he was Brucey Bruce. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that like, you know, when Kim made those comments about mm-hmm. you know women need to just work hard and so on, and she got all that backlash, mm-hmm. I just always feel like it's just not fair that they cannot stand in their success. Yeah, because mm-hmm. especially seeing that whole thing and just even looking like. They, they talked a lot about how Kim was very strategic in trying to become famous, right? Mm. And it was like, because, you know, one, everybody always is like, oh, well, her dad is rich and this is any other. And I'm like, well, that is, again, uh, uh, not a, a lie in a, in a way because he was just a regular lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, he was doing well for himself mm-hmm. as a, you know, Beverly Hills lawyer, but he was just a lawyer. He wasn't famous. He wasn't like a big-time celebrity lawyer. Mm-hmm. He just had a client, which was OJ. Mm-hmm. That's what popped him off as yeah. a celebrity. Yeah. And they talked about, like, that's how when their celebrity started. in the Like, that's the first time they saw cameras around and mm-hmm. this is that and the other. And then from there, you know, she became close with Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. And you saw how, like, obviously we all remember when Paris Hilton was like, you know, that's she was hot. The it girl. Like, she was the it girl. And she was, like, literally her stylist. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, I used to work in her my... Her closet clean. Her closet clean. She's like, I was working in my dad's law firm. Mm-hmm. All type of stuff. So it's it's crazy to see, like, she really, the same way we see all these influencers and everything, like, she worked just as hard. I I definitely agree. She worked because really, really hard. Because even just watching this episode, I'm like, they have grown so much. Yeah. And, you know, I think that, yes, with her dad being a lawyer, it it's a good stepping stone. In the sense that it, it put them in a place where they were able to 
You know what I mean? Be be where they are now. You know what I'm saying? Every step counts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we talk about Dan, we talk about how we wish that we have we come from rich backgrounds. Right. Because if we are from rich backgrounds, we know that our career will be in a different level. Exactly. So I don't want us to negate that fact. Like, okay, their dad being a lawyer, whether he was a celebrity lawyer or not, he was a successful lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that they lived in California. They even when you see like their childhood videos, they were comfortable. Like they, they lived in a nice house, they had a pool in that house and stuff. Like they had they did well but who isn't of these celebrities to me I've always felt like these celebrities be lying especially these rappers and shit they be lying about what all these rappers do not be coming from the hood and just down oh, of course. drug de- a lot of them are suburban ass kids definitely definitely but what I was just trying to say mm. about uh, what's her name is just like that played a, a very a major role but they worked the ass off G I can't lie I cannot lie. They work. They they yeah. work. especially Kim. Not all of them definitely worked hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But Kim definitely. Now I get it because no way she be like, I made you famous. And you, she did. She did. And it's like she be bitchy with the way she's saying it. But she did. She did. Like even just watching how she's with her fashion and you know how she was going to be on the SNL show. And I'm like, she. And she's still in law school, bitch. Yes. I'm like, now, you know what? I can't even hate on Kim G. I can't even be mad at her. I I cannot. Because I'm just like, okay, I know my son. When he starts going to school, his parents are going to be rich. He's going to be a a rich, uh, you know, a rich kid. You know what I'm saying? And But he's also going to work hard for his stuff. It's like they still have to. Because at the end of the day... All being rich affords our children is opportunity. Absolutely, patient and But they have life. to. Because yes. we see a lot of rich kids and ain't nothing. Isn't this kid Kirk Franklin's yeah, yeah. son that's over here getting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mayweather. She daughter. going to prison. I know. I think they just give her probation, though. She 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 an attempted murder. They gave her six years probation. I'm like, that's it. That's a lot. Six. I mean, yeah, for what she did. For stabbing she, somebody. Would, but that's that's the privilege of that's her money. money. That's what money. But saying and that's the, and that's like we don't talk about the privilege of money. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it gets used in other cultures, yeah. right? Like I was watching it. I was like, they did what they were supposed to do with their reality. They show. sure did. All these people that was on love and hip hop ain't do shit but to slander their names. Dang. They do nothing but slander like, their names. Like where's Stevie J G? He used to be respected. At least before Love & Hip Hop, you could have said, oh, Stevie J, the hit maker. Da, da, da. None of them have, like... Have done I'm trying anything. to see who has expanded off Love & Hip Hop, G. Nobody. Cardi B. That's it. Cardi B. That's it. That's it. That's, that, it. that's really it. Maybe Joe Budden. Okay, maybe. He was he, just there for one season, but no, yeah. No, Joe Budden was, like, four. He, you know, he's four still, seasons? Yeah, because he came later, too. Yeah, yeah. He, he did a bunch of seasons. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. That's it. Everybody yeah. else... They yeah, no, they didn't, they, just, they didn't improve their brand. Didn't come, no, they didn't. Just kept anything. fighting. Just kept fighting. So it just is like, I think it, I want to see their new show. I am interested to see I'm it. definitely going to watch it. You I know, with, with Courtney being with Travis and just seeing the dy- dynamic with Scott. I'm like, Scott, why are you mad? Go sit down. Because Scott, that we didn't underage girls. Why are you mad? Excuse and me. I feel like he's trying to guilt trip them to keep him around because he doesn't have family. I was just going to say, why the hell are he even still on the show? And I feel like they've done a lot for you. Let her live a life. Let her be with her people and her man without you being there. Yeah. Without you being like, there. Like, you don't got to go on every you've, you've had enough. Uh, you've had enough camera time. I don't get this. Like, the kids are old enough to understand their parents are not together. Yeah. Maybe when they was younger, you you still did the, oh, let's all be on family vacation. But I feel like they're old enough to understand that. He's had enough camera together. time. Like, come on now. You two going to create another family. What's he all this? He has his own show, too. So I don't, he has his own show? He's, like, flipping houses or something. Oh, girl, boom. But anyway, y'all definitely watch the Kardashian show. It's on Hulu. Um, next. 
next that I am watching, well, you're also watching. Go ahead, sorry. We are all watching. Well, the whole country <laughs> is watching The Ultimatum. Child. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, if you haven't watched it yet, spoiler, maybe spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Fast forward for the next ten minutes at least, because the ultimatum is the new reality show on Netflix, hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Shout out to them for getting a bag in their older years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and essentially, what the show is is three a couple couples come and they've been dating for like two and a half years and one of the couples is giving the other person an ultimatum saying that you know we want to get married so the format of this show is basically um they're supposed to meet another person to mm-hmm. see if they're compatible with these other people so the couples date each other the couples date each other mm-hmm. it's like an intermingling of couples and you're supposed to see if um within three weeks of doing a trial marriage do you miss your you know, beloved or, you know, did you fall in love with someone else? Mm -hmm. Like, what is your choice for the ultimatum? Yeah, yeah. And child, this this show is a gag, a mess. For me, it's It's like, first of all, I think the cast is too young because they're literally 24-year-olds. I feel like the oldest is um, that 28-year-old guy that proposed to to his, to the girl immediately. He don't even count. Justin. Exactly. And what's her name? She is not cute. I forgot what her name yeah. is. But besides that, they're all literally 24 to 26. Yeah. They're all young Super couples. Young. So it's just like, eh, this is too, this is too much ultimatum. And like, it's come so on hilarious now. that they've all been dating for like two years. Two years. So it's it, not even like y'all been dating like since high school, like throughout your whole college career. Yes. Then I'm like, all right, okay, y'all been dating for four or five years. I could see that. But it's just two years. This Y'all just really just blossoming into each other and really growing this relationship. I thought it was funny because I'm like, I, I thought of myself at that age. Okay. And I'm like, I ain't going to hold you, bro. We definitely wanted to be married at that age. We used to think like, you know, oh, I'm 26. <sighs> Marriage is around the corner mm-hmm. now. Like, you know, it, it was that urgency. Yeah. I feel like, yes, you know, I wanted to be married. I think the younger 19-year-old me thought I'd be married by 25. For but sure. when I hit 25, I was like, no, it but, doesn't make sense. And then I wasn't in a relationship exactly. to be like, okay, maybe I'll really feel it. And that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe if I was in a relationship at 20, like straight out of college or something. Maybe. By the time I was 25, I know with the urgency yeah. that I was thinking of marriage at that time. Mm-hmm. My goofy ass could have been on this show too, talking about, it's time to why get married. is Jacob not marrying me? Like, it, it's, it's interesting to see that not that dynamic of the, the couples it's sad well y'all need to watch the the reunion oh i watched the reunion honey I, I watched it too it's sad that buddy jake is now like alone oh is it sad? It's, i mean i guess he didn't get with what's the what's the, name? Sad for what's, jake. what's the girl's name april and ray no, april, ray ray doesn't know what she wants child ray is she's confused i feel like she i don't know if she i feel like she's been through something that is just something weird it's something weird about her Really? Me. Something mm-hmm. is just weird about Ray to me. That's just like she's very. Oh, very now like, I'm bisexual and I've been confused with my sexuality and I'm with a girl and we're just casual now and we didn't travel and but then she she was fucking Zay immediately the show was over. Now yeah, Zay got issues. Zay got issues. He, he ready to beat anybody up. Zay is like, Zay is just like very 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 damaged. Very. Very, very damaged. And you know what was funny? So I was listening to this other podcast today, and this guy was on there saying how black men really need therapy, right? Mm. Because he was like, a lot of times black men be so thirsty to say that they don't get a chance to be in certain rooms. He's like, y'all can't be in certain rooms because everybody's scared of you. 
I mean, because look at Zay's behavior. He's like, G. look at how y'all be it. And, and I never even thought about that, but that's what I see in Zay. He's like, look at how some black men, they come somewhere, they instantly pacing around. They always got this mentality, oh, let me look. Aggressive. It's just aggressive. Absolutely. It's, it's so aggressive. And it's like, it's like, what is going through your mind? Yeah. And your body that makes you react. They're not at peace. Even when he told Vanessa, she was just about to do her job. He was like, Vanessa, talk to me nice. I'm, I'm like, just like, he like, watch out, fam. <laughs> like, watch out, fam. What? What you about to do? I'm like, this is. Like, how he got so mad at um Kobe. Really? I didn't even understand that. I truly did not understand I don't that, either. that drama. But what do you think about one of the girls on the show basically said straight up, like, if you ain't making money, if you're not rich, then you cannot propose to me. Like, marriage is a financial decision first. I mean, absolutely true. You know, um... You have to think about finances. Now, yeah. finances is not everything, but even if you guys are not at the financial status you would like for y'all to be, is there a potential of that? How right. is the partner, whether woman or man, how are they with their finances? You exactly. know what I'm saying? How's, what's their credit score? If it's low, are they working towards making it better? You know what I'm saying? Because when you guys be married, you guys are one. You guys file the same taxes. Your loans become one. Yeah. You know, so you have to think about that. Do you want to carry somebody else's burden? What kind of life do you want to live? I want to live a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck. Right. But I'm happy to see that when the guy did propose to her, she realized that, you know, money isn't everything. Right. So it's not, because I'm like, okay, it's not like he doesn't have it. He has a good job. He's okay. Right. You may make more than him now, but you never know. If somebody years from now, he may make more than you. You know, so I think as an individual, you should be shocked regarding finances, but it's not everything. But nothing that I do want to highlight is that there is another show on OWN called right. Put a Ring on It. Exactly. That has been, they've had this show maybe for at least two years now. Yes. And it's pretty much the same concept. It's the same concept. And the only difference is that they, you know, the couples are older people. So like in their 30s, mm-hmm. some be together for five years, seven years, three years. And they have them date outside people. So they're, mm-hmm. the couples are not dating within each other. They're right. dating outside people. And then they have a therapy session. You know, to sit down with a doctor and then to talk through it, whatever. So now, do you think the ultimatum kind of like Netflix? Do you think like they stole that idea? That's what Netflix has been doing. All their yeah, shows no, are right. copycats. Yeah. That, um, yeah. What was it? Twenty something show that was a ripoff of the Real World. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, you know, even Love Is Blind is yeah. married at first sight. Like yeah. it's all of their reality okay. shows. I was like, hold on, this is and quite frankly, own the um, put a ring on it. It's a better show. It's, oh yeah, of course. It's, it's this this show, show um, the ultimatum. I almost for like a brief second, I was like, "Is this satire? <laughs> like, is this the drama was ridiculous? Is this a satirical reality show? Yeah. Like, is the point of this yeah. to poke fun yeah. at these yeah. shows? Because everything about it was a joke. The fact that those kids were like, they were kids. They're like twenty three. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and it, and then even the way that they had them dating and like mingling with each other. So then with they the would, fake proposals yeah, too. Yeah. Then it's like, imagine I'm here. I brought my man for ultimatum. Now I'm gonna go out to drinks with the girl that's dating my man in the ultimatum. Yeah. And she telling me his oh, date got hard when we yes, cuddled when we was together. I said, like, are these people mad? But hey, what's her name? Is pregnant? Child. I was just like, I was shocked. I. I, I I was shocked. That's when I started thinking, is this like I, like she's pregnant pregnant. She, she about to drop the baby. She had that baby. She got pregnant immediately. The show was over. Immediately. So then I was like, hmm. Okay. I was confused. Even the fact that they got married immediately. So I, was just like, I thought that was fake. I thought that for sure we was going to come back and see that they broke up. 
anyway, but that's a good show. Um, another good show that I'm watching that I've watched is Real Housewives of Lagos. Oh, I haven't started it yet. I'll watch it. The cast, I actually do like the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting dynamic. I'm curious to see how it all plays out. Just to see how Niger women will have their own little cattiness. Up, up um, so it seemed like, and this is a rich woman, G. This is mm-hmm. a rich babe. So it's nice to see Lagos luxury. Yeah. Because I also, me, even though I lived in Nigeria, I haven't, there's there's some Nigerian, like, lifestyle that I haven't even seen. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey. So it's like to see, like, Girl, the stores there and everything, like, it literally is like you went abroad. It's, you know, the stores they go to, like, the lifestyle they're living is just like, they living a lot. Those banana G. islands, they're, li- they're comfortable more, they're more than comfortable. They live in a different So, definitely, they all definitely watch it. Soft life. Yeah. What if Portia end up on that show, G? The way that Portia moving these days, and, like, can we talk about that? It really kind of bothers me. The way that Portia is now, like, basically a Nigerian sugar baby. She's a Nigerian sugar baby. And it's just kind of like... Listen, Portia is a soft babe. Yeah. Portia said, I want a man to take care of me. Always. I don't want to suffer. From when she came... I want to wake up, I see Gucci. Left, I see, you know, what other name brand? Fendi. Right, I see whatever. Like, you know, Chanel. Like, she wants to wake up in luxury, sleep, eat luxury. She doesn't want Wahala. I wonder what life is going to be like when they're really married. I feel like she's a greedy. She has Ojukokoro. She's greedy. She yeah. she her eyes is just too shiny. Like all that freaky nasty stuff she gonna be doing like like she was doing last season. She gonna do that again. She needs to calm down because it's like you have your money. You're not poor. You didn't come from a poor background. I don't get it. It's what what is it they're looking for? You have different companies. She has a bed in line. You know she has go naked hair. You know she has things, so it's just like, why? Huh? She really is the lineage of a of a very important civil rights. Leader. Yes. So I don't see. I, I see, I'm still not buying the love. I don't see the in love. The you know he gave her. I still say you know her own Nigerian, Nigerian name, God's gift. Okay, we shall see. For me, I'm like, I hope you're taking care of your daughter, Sha. You know, I hope you're taking care of your daughter and still setting a good example for her. Okay, because. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm just like, Portia, what the hell are you doing? Where's your daughter when you jumping on flights exactly. and doing nothing? She's been like this because Simone is just an upgrade. What's his name? Simon. Simon, Simon is a, Simone. I said Simone. Simon is an upgrade of... Um, Dennis. Dennis. Because that's how she hopped on Dennis, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, one thing about Portia, she has always chased the money. Yeah. From dating that super pastor that we first met her with. Super pastor. One clock, clock, clock. No, he was an ex-football player. Thank you. He was something. He was just religious. <laughs> he, he was yeah. the ex-football player. He was one of those, like, I'm the provider, I'm the man. You yeah. listen to me. And she was meek and quiet. And, and at that phase, because she was like 26, 27, yeah. Yeah. that was dating. Like, imagine yeah. dating an ex-football player or something mm-hmm. right now. would be like, damn, we living life. So then she kept moving. Kept moving. So It's a shame. It's a shame. Soon enough. She gonna try to get with Prince Harry or somebody. Like I don't know if it's going to last. I don't know if it's going to last. I don't see it lasting that long. Two years. Yeah. After a while, she won't be able to do it. But I don't know. Her and Shamia seem to be living the African sugar baby life. But so. Shamia, I see the... I, I think Shamia and her African man, there's love in that one. Mm. Even though I don't know the backstory, but it just seemed like... It's, it seems a little bit more authentic, a little bit. Okay. It does seem a little bit more authentic. I don't know if he's that rich. As, I think he's rich, but it just seemed a little more authentic. This Portia one, the way it happened, somebody else's man, she was supposed to... It, no, we know the whole Even story. Even her show... The, that just shows. You know what I'm saying? She's all for the money. Yeah, poor She's thing. so thirsty for, for fame. It's ridiculous. She's something else. 
But last, let's talk about um, Benzino. So, Coyle Ray just dropped an album, uh, Trendsetter, which I really do actually like the mm-hmm. album. I think it's it's very reminiscent of, like, uh, Invasion of Privacy. Mm-hmm. Like, it has the right amount of pop and hip-hop or whatever. But anyway, um, in her run of releasing this album, she was on The Breakfast Club where she had an interview um, and spoke about Benzino. Ever since then, Benzino has been, like, super irate to the point where he was degrading his daughter he was texting her all type of stuff mm-hmm. and he's in more recently he says he was hacked but it was like <laughs> he was slandering coy for mm-hmm. being projected eleven thousand in her first week um wow and i think there's like if people don't know the history of Benzino, before we met him on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Benzino was the creator of the Source magazine. Yep. And the Source magazine is an um, extremely important and notable hip hop magazine mm-hmm. because for the longest, it was our only hip hop media outlet. Right. We didn't have Shade Room, we didn't have all these things, Essence and all those things, one cover and rappers. Mm-hmm. So it was the Source. Um, but it just seems like right now, our Koi is trying to have her moment. Yeah. And she has tried so hard to have this moment without Benzino. Yep. It just seems like the more she has a moment, the more he's he bringing ruins his head it. into it. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be in this moment too. Because it's a trend now. And it's like, but you're being in the moment in a negative way. It's for you to be shouting, "Yay! I'm the dad. That's me right there." Yeah. Like, even if you're saying she got the time for me, this is your only daughter. Your only daughter. Only daughter, daughter G. Young That's girl. Weird. Young girl. That she's doing what. Many girls are fighting, are dying to do. You know what I'm saying? She has a song with Nicki Minaj. Come on. Like, she too, she's new in the game. She's not like she's been in the game for five. But come on, how many And years? that album was expensive. It had a lot of features. Come on now. A lot of, like, she's getting label support. Like, she's doing big things for herself. Yes. So, as a father, to be doing all of that, to be tweeting, you know, that whole Nicki Minaj thing with the music. First of all, that's, that wasn't a mistake because you've been it wasn't a you've mistake. been in this industry this long. You know the rules. It wasn't a mistake. You know the basic it wasn't. rules. You know what I'm saying? And then for her daughter, for, you know, her um, to come out and be like, you know. And I've seen how she's tried to respect her dad. She has. She's trying not to talk negative about him. Even when she did an interview with Vlad TV. I, I don't like it. I don't know. I, I hate Vlad. I don't, I don't like the them. Police. But, but, you know, Vlad was, uh, you know, trying to talk about her dad, like, yeah, your dad is mad at me. And she definitely tried to, like, diffuse the situation. Like, yeah, you know how my dad is. He's this and that. She didn't say anything negative. She never did. But does. now it's just like, come on. Y'all twisting the girls on. Because even that Breakfast Club interview, the whole thing, she's like, my dad is such a legend. My, she said, she's like, my dad is such a legend. Me and my dad were working through things, but he's the best. Mm-hmm. I love my dad. At the end of the day, my dad is my dad. Yeah. She said that, like, three, four, five times. He wants attention because she said that how... um he wants her and her mom to be on the next um, growing up hip hop, and she's like, "My mom, we don't want that type of attention. Yeah. We don't want we, we don't want that type of not that avenue of attention. Not it's not like, from go them. Go get Althea. Go get Althea. Like go find her. Go find her. What's she doing? I don't know. I mean, she left his ass too. Damn. Because people are saying he's abusive. He seems like it. Look at the way he's yelling on on the internet. So yeah, exactly. Him no. and Fifty getting into it. It's just getting it's I think it's just something to be said about parents that really are jealous of their mm, kids. That's real. You know, cause I hear people say it. I've never experienced it personally, mm-hmm. thank God. But thank God. I do hear a lot of people talk about like people's parents be jealous of them, especially girls. Yeah. Like especially girls. Moms. Yeah. Where and it's like parents would do really catty things and you know, they I think a lot of parenthood is um People always try to, like, 
guide their child from the view that they have, their mm-hmm. perspective. And I think that they don't remember that this is like 20 something years removed from yeah. when you did it. Yeah. Like the landscape is so different. Yeah. So whatever you were trying to recreate, you can never, you just can never recreate. Or, or they're just mad that they see their child having an opportunity that they wish they had. Yeah. The child is, you know, obviously Benzino wishes that he had this type of fame that his daughters have. Im- see, she just started imagining where she would be years from now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Benzino would not make half of it or oh, he's old already you know what yeah. i'm saying so he's mad about that he's jealous because he's like why you i'm the daddy that's what it is and i'm the why reality you? star yeah I'm the-, I'm the legend i'm the one who really brought hip-hop to this and that like he's why he- it's so weird you would think he embraced that his daughter is like a hip-hop star Girl, you, like- boy you better hop on eBay. tell him be your manager go with her on the road you know what i'm saying like help her make good decisions bad decisions yeah. she doesn't make mistakes that you make so she be doesn't go father. broke like you like come on be it's father. sad be a father it's ridiculous it's quite toxic do better benzino yeah but you guys let's get to some of our favorite segments so you all know we like to every week Give somebody um, what we call here a Lodo of the Week. So let's <laughs> drop that drop. An Lodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata! Goofass. Now, everybody may not be from Chicago, but those of you who are from Chicago um, know Michigan Avenue, right? right? So Michigan Avenue is basically one of the hottest and most popular streets in Chicago. It's where all of our shops are. It's a huge, like, tourist attraction. It's basically, you know, the Magnificent Mile. Mm -hmm. So anything that you do on Michigan Avenue is nine times out of ten going to be caught on some sort of surveillance camera, some sort of something. Um, so, you know, times is hard out here for people. Gas is damn near $6 a gallon. Yeah. Ain't no more stimmies out here. It's a lot going on. Um, and I guess the pressure of the times got to 31-year-old Timothy Jackson. Because <laughs> Timothy Jackson was caught strolling down Michigan Avenue after police were called about a burglary in progress by the owner of a Streeterville nail salon. They caught Timothy strolling down Michigan Avenue with the safe. With a bit with a big ass safe. With the safe that from the burglary. Man. He ain't high. He ain't go down the alley. He ain't have a getaway car. He said I'm finna carry this safe and find a take it home and find a way to open it. He said it's sixty degrees in Chicago. I gotta walk down Michigan Ave. So it reminds me of Barbershop One. You mm-hmm. see Barbershop One where Anthony Anderson and the dude, they stole the safe, and they're just, like, cruising all around Chicago uh-huh. with this big old ATM. It's giving that, Timothy. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. It's giving dumbass. It's giving you ain't watched Set It Off enough time. Dumbass. You could have caught an Uber? Ubers ain't trying to be incriminated. You could at least just call an Uber, G. Just to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, just put, put it in the trunk real quick. Got a zip car. You could have called your uncle to pick you up, G. I feel like you could have got on late. You know, it's the None L. of your cousins could have picked you up, G. The red line, green line, blue You could have gone on the red line. Because on the red line, no one's going to question you. I'm sure you're just going to look like, what does this thing got to say? Okay. Mind my business, though. He, he walking down downtown. Like. Dumb. Past that forever 21. Dumb. Like. <laughs> dumb. Oh, that's right sad. Right there by Grand Lux. Just. That's sad. Right, police cars are always there, too. Always Always there. If you really had to be there to understand how 
every corner, every alley, every because a lot of times they're not even patrolling. Some of them are literally just, just downtown. Just park there. Just like, park there. It's just downtown. Park in the middle of the street. So yeah, Timothy, it's not my vote for criminal of the year. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's time for our next segment, which is our care for the culture. Care for the culture goes to actor Anthony Mackie. Um, he has purchased twenty acres of land to build a film studio. And this is going to be in New Orleans. This is amazing. I think this this is is great. You know, as another black man, you know, because, you know, Tyler Perry was the, like, you know, first black man that's, you know, built his own studio Mm -hmm. and all of that. But it's just, like, another black man doing it, 20 acres of land. And we know it's going to be quality film, G, because... Uh, every movie, I love his films. I love his movies I, and stuff. I think it's great that it's Anthony Mackie, too, because he's so underrated as an Absolutely. actor. He, he, he is. He really, and he be in great he, movies. He's in great movies. And he does great. He's, he's in a lot of culturally relevant pieces. Absolutely. Um. So it is good that, like, you get to see act like actors. It don't always have to be, like, the most upper echelon yeah. of black Hollywood yeah. that are doing things. Yeah. And I think that it, it also is speaking to other people, like, there's other things we could do with our money. Exactly. You know, exactly. other things. And I love that it's in New Orleans mm-hmm. because I'm tired. You know, we need to start spreading black media throughout the United States. Yeah. So that we get more chances. Not just Atlanta and not just um, California, Hollywood. Yeah. Not just New York. We need yeah. some like yeah. other middle grounds where we can find talent. Absolutely. So shout this is out definitely to that. care for the culture because yeah. just think about the opportunities, the jobs it's going to create, the jobs, the, the media that it's going to create, experience, you know, yeah, all the these stories things. he's going to tell. So I'm quite excited. I'm happy that he he's the one doing this. Yes, another round of applause. Yes. All right. Um, I think that's it for our episode of the week. It's getting there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I do have a little quote, just a little quote. Um, and this quote kind of resonated with me all week and it pretty much says creativity doesn't wait for the perfect moment. It fashions its own perfect moments out of ordinary ones. So don't wait for like this lavish moment to do something, to get creative, to tap into that, you know, whatever imagination you have, even if you just sitting down, just do it. You know, there's no perfect moment. Just do it. Be creative. Have fun with yourself. Any last words do you like to add to the episode, to the podcast? Y'all follow us on social media. Always. Okay. Follow us on social media. Listen, stream, download our episodes, share our episodes. Please, please, please. Your mama, your auntie, everyone can listen to this. Okay. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, but yeah, y'all have a beautiful week. And this is Cross Culture. Cross Culture, baby. I won't call you anyway. Nobody wins because you won't call me.